1: It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tune in. Today's pack show, the sale process from listing your home to closing. Wow. In studio is the premier real estate broker from Baird & Warner. Yeah, Mark McKenna. Also, buyers in a bidding war. I've been seeing this all year. Tactics to help stand your ground by the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. Yeah, Sandra Wright. Also, does it make sense to offer over list? Price in this market? It's been going on for a while now. Well, in studio is the mortgage expert himself. Yeah, Pat Canone from the Loan Depot. Also, why you should use your family member or good friend as your real estate agent. Wow. The premier real estate expert from at Properties, Paula Avenum, will show us how and why. And uh, rental terms and lease agreements. And who better, to explain this, is the top-rated real estate attorney. Yeah, Vincent Arricchio. Uh, good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday morning. Happy morning, Sunday. Hey, Mark McKenna. Good morning, my friend.
2: Good morning. Good to see you again. And in
1: Polish, since you're Polish-speaking, I can say, Dzień dobry. Dzień
2: dobry, się masz.
1: Yeah, that means how you doing and good morning. Isn't that right in Polish? Correct. You but you know what? You have good talking points. Things are different now from 10, 15 years ago, even five years ago on the sales process of your uh, home.
2: Yeah, you are correct, Randy. You know, uh Last week, I actually went on three new listing appointments, and uh, one common question people were asking me about was, Mark, you know, uh, just tell me a little bit about the process, how this the whole thing, you know, goes right now. We haven't sold a home for a while, and I mean a while, they meant 20, 25 years. So, you know, I, I just want to talk about it a little bit today. We don't have all the time on the radio show to go, to go over everything, uh, but just a major point, So the first and foremost thing, you know, you got to meet with the real estate agent and list your house uh, and put it on the market. This would be considered number one. We're not going to go into detail how you meet the agents and how you choose them. But make sure, you know, you sign the listing agreement and that allows the brokerage and the broker to market your home, to put it on the market into the MLS system, multiple listing services. Uh, that's where all the agents are able to look what's active, what's going on, what's coming on soon, and also get syndicated to all the other uh, search engines, real estate uh, websites like Zillow, you know, Redfin, just to name few. Uh, so this way, you know, your uh, sale of your home becomes public, and people can can look and uh, start coming in. So this would be the first point. The second point, you have to make the house available for showings uh, because that's what's going to happen next. Uh, we uh, put a, usually put a lockbox on, on your property with a code that the realtor can get in there. And we use a special application called Showing Time when we can digitally schedule all the appointments and keep track of everything. And basically, you know, make sure the house is available at most of the time and uh, it's clean, ready to go. You never know when or where the buyers are coming from you know so you don't want to restrict uh the access to to and it's
3: always good to make sure that it's showing ready right
2: that's correct that's exactly correct uh so make sure you know the house is clean clutter free ready to show because we've get appointments you know like 15 minutes earlier they like hey we're in the area can we see the house and you know you got to be ready for that
3: you don't want to miss an opportunity
2: that's correct exactly so Now the fun part begins, right? Uh, We're showing homes in today's market. We're probably going to have tons of showings. You know, the first few days they're on the market, especially if we priced it well and if the homes are showing well. And guess what? You know, we're starting to receive offers, which is our next uh, step in the uh, selling process. Uh, This could be overwhelming a little bit, uh, especially now, because usually we get multiple offers on, on the property. Uh, that's when a good realtor comes into play. Uh, We're able to separate all the offers, you know, uh, compare them one to uh, another, and then we'll submit everything to the seller and we go over every point in detail and suggest which is probably the best offer to take. It's not always about the price, as you know, uh, lots of about terms as well. Um, Once we get the offer accepted, uh, next step would be going into the attorney's. the sellers and the buyers are required to have an attorney in Illinois. It basically, they will look over the contract. We call this the attorney review period, and it goes for about five business days in Illinois. Sometimes it goes a little bit longer. Uh, you know, it's, uh, the attorneys figure this out. At the same time, the home inspection is happening. So we have to allow, as a seller, you have to allow the home to be able, you know, for the inspector and the buyer to come in. You know, it usually takes about a couple of. Uh, couple of hours to get the inspection done uh hopefully everything goes well we're going to the next step which is finishing attorney review and right now we're just in the waiting period uh waiting for the buyers to get approved for their financing which about 90 percent of the time of the purchases are going to the bank Uh, seems so easy mark (laughs) i know right yeah it is so easy right uh no uh
3: but there is a lot of communication throughout the process you know through emails and back and forth between the agent the the seller the attorney that is right you and know, the lender is,
2: this is the hidden work that most people don't see you know they're like oh you guys get paid such a big money for doing nothing you know when you're able to show them the communication the emails that goes between just like you said between the agents between the uh lenders, between the attorneys, uh, inspections, uh, it's uh, a lot of work. We're basically at this point, at this point, uh, we're kind of a, like, a, I would say, babysitters, make sure that all the deadlines Well, and it's a are good mad. team.
3: You yeah. want to have a good team in place.
2: Yeah. So I hope, you know, uh, once everything goes well, we go into the closing, the day before closing, we have so-called a walkthrough, the buyer comes in, make sure the property is uh, just like they saw it when they made an offer. And uh, next day, we go to closing. Hopefully, everything
1: goes uh, smooth. And, and and you know, Mark McKenna, top realtor from uh, Barron Warner, um, this checklist a lot of people might want, and it's more detailed than right here on the air. But how can someone get a hold of you, Mark? You know what? That's a good point. You know, if you have any more questions, feel free to
2: call me anytime on my cell phone, 847-790-6749. One more time, slower? 847-790-6749. And don't forget, I do speak Polish. For my Polish listeners, I would say goodbye. vizenia, till next time.
1: Mark McKino, if you want to know more about Mark, get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. His biography is their testimonies. Wow. And speaking of great information, um, buyers in a bidding war. I love this. It's, been, it's going on, really, now and for a long time, the past year, Uh Tactics to help stand your ground by the premier realtor from Chicago properties. Yes, Sandra Wright. Good morning, Sandra.
3: Good morning. Yes, this is obviously a topic that buyers and sellers are continuously asking and wanting to know what makes the most sense. You know, when you're a buyer and you're going out into this market today and there's one house after the other house that are is in a bidding war and you're losing out on some of these beautiful homes, you want to make sure you do your due diligence. You want to make sure you research. And then as a seller, you want to make sure that you have the game plan that works well for you. It's not always about the price. There's other pieces to the puzzle when you are in these multiple offers. Um, So, you know, I'm going to touch on a few things I could go on about multiple components when it comes to the multiple offer situation, but most important is having a great agent working through the steps, and really knowing what it's going to take to get that home that you are in, so, in love with, right? Um, so the four items that I just want to touch on is basically money, timing, convenience, and certainty. Those are the key pieces that sellers are looking at. I love
1: how you simplify everything. This is really great.
3: Well, you know, you have to because it's a lot of things that are going in the buyer's head. They're looking at houses, they're and it gets trying to confusing. It, gets complicated. It's, it's complicated. Con, and exactly, and you want to make sure that you, you know, take a deep breath and figure out your steps, communicate with your agent and figure out what's going to make sense in this particular multiple offer situation. So, obviously, sellers are looking at it from a money perspective. So that is one of the topics. And obviously, you, this is your one shot. When it's a multiple offer, it's not like you get a second chance. This is when you put in as much. It sells fast. It, it happens does. fast. It right. does. And I mean, you have to put in as many different pieces to the puzzle that the seller is going to love. So obviously money is the key component and there's some things that you can do. There's escalation clause. I'm not going to get into too much detail. You can always call me happy to discuss. Um, Not all agents allow escalation clauses. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, Appraisal, you know, in this market, because people are bidding way above list price. That's something to keep in mind. If you want to put an appraisal gap in your offer so that the seller is aware that you are willing to potentially go above and beyond to take that property if the appraisal does come in lower.
1: And you know, Sandra, we're coming up to a quick break and I don't want to rush you at all. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show enjoyed every Sunday morning 8 to 9 a.m. on AM 560 the answer I'm Randy Barcellier, your show host, and we'll be right back with more of Sandra Wright with Chicago Properties.
0: Listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella,
2: so
1: so and it's always so good to be with you on the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Good morning, America. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, eight to nine a.m. And I want to thank everybody, like I do every weekend. Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. If it wasn't for you, we would not be here week after month after year. And I understand we're starting our 14th year. Amazing. Thank you, everybody. Um, And right before the break, buyers in the bidding war. And um, Sandra Wright, top realtor from Chicago Properties, was going over her checklist. And I love it. Sandra.
3: Yes. So, you know, obviously we talked about the first item, which is money. um, And there's some things you can do. The last item on money I just wanted to touch that could be a creative component is potentially as a buyer, is maybe paying some of the seller's closing costs. Uh, that could be another little segue bonus to the seller that they know that they don't have to put up all that extra cost to actually close. Um, On to the second item is Timing. I will say sellers in this market, just as buyers, are worried about how they're going to find their next property once they sell this property. So putting in um, a line item, one, to make sure that you will work with the seller as far as their time frame to find uh, their own property. So extending that close date or doing a rent back Um, there's some creative things you can do from that perspective. So keep those things in mind and try not to have a sales contingency. Don't have your own sales contingency on top of what they're trying to do. Yeah, right. Because you got to make it simple. You got to think simple and what is going to make it lucrative for the seller. Um, third item is convenience is, you know, add in. I know people kind of get scared with this as is. But as is just means that you're not going to ask for any type of credits or repairs on your inspection. You're still going to do an inspection, but you're going to not nickel and dime. And the seller knows this is going to be easy breezy to the finish line. So that is another key component to keep in in perspective. Um, and then the fourth item is certainty, which, you know, Pat being in the room, I think this it, this speaks well is, you know, you want to make sure you have solid um a solid preapproval um and make sure that you are involved with the lender and whether the lender even calls the listing agent make sure that the qualifiers are you know well established with your with the buyer those are key things too to make sure that the seller knows you're going to close and it's going to close on time and there's not going to be any any lag so again those are some of the important features when it comes to bidding wars and making sure that you're covering all the basics.
1: I absolutely love it. And if somebody wants more details on your checklist, Sandra, how could they get hold of you?
3: Definitely. I happen to talk about more on the money, time, and convenience and certainty when it comes to the bidding war. You can reach me on my cell, 773-294-4444, or you could go to the Real Estate Revealed website and find all my information. One more time on your cell phone? 773-294-4444. Sandra Wright, Chicago Properties, wow,
1: great information. Yeah, like Sandra said, get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There is uh, biographies, testimonies, emails, phones, wow, just great information. Speaking of great information, does it make sense to offer over list price? And that's been going on a lot for the past year, and including now. Well, in studio is the mortgage expert, yeah, Pat Canone from The Loan Depot. Good morning, Pat. Good morning,
4: Randy and Sandra. How are you both today? Great. Good to hear. So again, we're in a golden age, a new golden age for home ownership. And along the same theme that uh, Sandra has been uh, indicating in her uh, segment, this is basically an urgent call to uh, action for any potential home buyers. As Sandra has indicated, houses for sale, or as we call it, inventories, basically at record low levels. Now more than ever, you need a verified pre-approval to place yourself at the front of the line. And with this verified pre-approval, we'll take a look and see if it does make sense to go over list in certain situations. So if you're a buyer in this hot real estate market struggling to stand out among high bidders and cash buyers, don't despair. You just need a little confidence boost to tip the scales in your favor. With my buyers who are trying to finance their American dream, we can make an offer on their dream home with confidence, all thanks to our verified pre-approval process. So how can we close in 21 days? And that's what we can do if you go through this process.
3: Well, let me. That's explain. a huge, huge bonus, especially with the bidding wars, that a seller knows that you can close that quickly.
4: Absolutely, Sandra. And that's what I'm trying to do and educate all of my buyers. First off, get that pre-approval way ahead of time. Don't call me on a Sunday afternoon where I need to vet things out. Let's have that prepared so that when Sandra takes you out on a Sunday, or Mark, or Paula, or whomever uh, one of our uh, uh Uh, partners on the station are that they know with confidence that that you can move forward rather quickly. Um, So this is what we go through Uh, with the buyer. We'll take you step by step. Let's take the application over the phone or electronically. Let's vet out your income assets and credit today with our technology. We're able to verify income almost instantaneously as well as assets. So we can go in confidently then after we've verified your income and assets and credit and run it through our desktop underwriting engine, knowing in confidence that we'll be able to move forward in as little as 21 days.
3: Would you say sometimes it takes a little longer with self-employed people?
4: You're absolutely right. Great point, Sandra. And that is definitely the case. With self-employed borrowers, we still will need to see at least two years' worth of tax returns, and we'll need to average out that income. And as I explained to self-employed borrowers, regardless of what you think you earn, it's actually your after-expense income that gets Vetted and uh, in the formulas as far as determining your debt to income ratio. So, for example, let's say you grossed five hundred thousand, but after expenses you are only showing seventy five thousand dollars net. It's that seventy five thousand dollar figure that we're going to be utilizing in order to qualify. That's you. really
3: important to to note with self employed. It's it's huge, and what I'm
4: also educating our buyers with is that it's not uncommon with a listing agent that you're going to know within a certain period of time that you're going to have to have your highest and best offer in place. In other words, they're going to give a timeline in, the, in this hot market where they're going to simply state, okay, we want everyone's offers by Monday, 6 p.m. So that's what, what that's telling you, Mr. or Mrs. Byers, that there are probably going to be multiple offers. So it behooves you to have the cleanest, most verified pre approval out there and that you're ready to move forward quickly. Uh, As Sandra mentioned, contingencies are difficult. Getting concessions from the seller are difficult in today's environment. But if you go in with the proper mindset, you can win uh, the bidding war if there is such a bidding war.
3: And it's so important to talk to the lender when you have this bidding war, too. And whatever tools, like Pat is saying, is so important to get it to the finish line. Because you just want to make sure that you have communicated to the seller And the seller knows that your lending is solid because they don't want to all of a sudden hear that the closing date's going to be pushed out another two weeks because they didn't have all the proper documentation.
4: No, exactly. Exactly, Sandra. And in addition to having that verified pre-approval in hand, and and I do speak to uh, your your agent that you plan on using to make sure that they're comfortable in the, the processes that we're going to be moving forward with, also be ready to move. And it sounds like a very simple concept, but be ready to move. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, have yourself in mind what date you're going to be able to to have that closing. Try to have no contingencies, if at all possible. And, you know, you may have to seek out a small short-term rental situation if you have a property sold in the interim.
3: Uh, right, and and you're around on the weekends, too. I am always around on the weekends. Which is not always, not every lender is, and it's really important to engage, especially when you find that perfect home at an open house.
4: I was doing a, a pre-approval on Saturday evening, 6.30, um, on the patio of a friend's house, because we were in a multiple-offer situation, and we just had to clean up that pre-approval. So, yes, my phone is with me at all
1: times. And we're working today, Sunday morning, right after the show, 9.05 a.m. If you need a house, you need a realtor, you need a loan officer, financial advisor, we're here for you. And Pat Canone, um, how can somebody get a hold of you?
4: Yeah, well, uh, always feel free to reach out to me. As I've said, my phone is, is basically tethered to my hip. It's 630-965-8138. That's 630-965-8138. I still have a ton of other information available, so feel free to reach out to me or on the website at patcanone.com. That's
1: C-A-N-N-O-N-E. Pat Canone, Loan Depot, mortgage expert. And speaking of great information, moving right along, rental terms and lease agreements. And who better to explain this is the top-rated real estate attorney, yeah, Vincent Arricchio. Good morning, Vince. Happy Sunday.
5: Good morning, Randy. Thank you so much for having us. So, as you know, Randy, the moratorium has been going on since the unfortunate days. The moratorium has been going on since the pandemic's begun. And I'm here to try to update our listeners and you as well about most recent developments. And yes, yes, the eviction moratorium has been
1: extended to May Hey, 30. I don't want to brush you at all. You're going to keep everybody at the end of their seats. But we're coming up to a quick break. Vincent Riccio, the premier real estate attorney, uh, Illinois and Indiana, talking about the moratorium on uh, rents, right? Absolutely. We'll be right back with more of Vincent Riccio and uh, more of the Real Estate Revealed radio show. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you all so much for making this your Sunday habit. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella.
1: I like it, like that, and I can't sing at all, but I can dance salsa. Good morning, America. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. Uh, and before the break, we were talking with one of the premier real estate attorneys, Illinois and Indiana, commercial and residential, Vincent Riccio, talking about rental terms and lease agreements.
5: Randy, before we go there, I have to ask Randy. Uh, this audience is missing a treat. Is there anywhere they can see you dancing? I know we're on radio, but you, you could dance for TV, as they say.
1: Hey, Vince, everybody can go out to the website, realestatereveal.com, R E V E A L E D.com, click on photo galleries, and there's three videos of mine that went viral on uh, YouTube, or just go to YouTube. Well, th-
5: I figured as much. <laughs> now, now, everyone heard that. You got to click on the photos to see the photo videos. gallery. galleries, we have moving, moving pictures of you dancing. I All right, love fantastic. It, Randy. Good morning. Uh, I'm so good flattered. Morning. Good thing
1: it's no, not no. on TV. I'm, turning red well we need a youtube channel that's what's next beautiful I guess. let's go all right well and you're my attorney if i get famous for dancing
5: i would love to be your agent all right can buddy do that thank uh, you well right, rental i'm sure terms, rental yes terms. rental terms rental terms back to why we're here all right everyone out there the moratorium has continued um there is a federal level cdc and uh current president biden it started under our prior president but current president biden has continued the eviction moratorium until june 30th now Before everyone out there is like, what's going on, what's going on? Actually, and there's not enough time to go over it, so I just got to hit the highlights, everybody. Um, There's the federal, the state, the county, and the city level. But the most important is the federal applies to every state, except if a state matches its terms or exceeds it, like like makes it even uh, more helpful to renters. And the state of Illinois actually makes it more helpful to renters, So what we have, um, the Fed applies, but the state is totally controlling anyway. And it's the state. Governor Pritzker has extended his moratorium. We cannot evict people affected financially by COVID until May 30th.
1: And you know what? I think this was a great idea for tenants who couldn't make their payments. They got sick with COVID. They lost their job. Yes. However, on the other side... I know landlords are almost bankrupt now because they had to go a year and a half without the tenants making the rent payment, but the landlord had to make the payment to the mortgage company.
5: Yes, yes. and uh, So it wasn't I, good for either side. Not so much. Now, I will say I'm not a policy expert. I'm not a uh, federal congressional bill writing expert, but there is some relief in some of President Biden and the uh, Congress legislation for landlords. Whether it's gone through or it's still in committee, I'm not sure. But, Randy, to your point, uh, go figure. I'm not a pro-Washington, D.C. guy. Me But, they, but they are. They are presently considering uh, addressing the landlords. So that's a little good news for the landlords.
1: Yeah, and I'm all for the tenants. I love it. I mean, it's yes. equal rights, fairness, um, you know, tough times hit everybody. But then I'm also for, like you said, the landlord's.
5: Yeah, well guess what the government has said which applies to Illinois? The government said if you make I right, fine, I don't want to say it this way, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay. It's rich and wealthy. If you and I'm not saying you're rich or wealthy, but this is how it's been phrased. If you make more than ninety-nine thousand dollars a year individually, or more than one hundred and ninety eight thousand dollars a year as a married couple, you and you're renting, you cannot claim I can't pay my rent doesn't matter. Oh, wow. Yes. If you... Got, I learn something every week in a show from everybody. Yeah, but if you make less than that and you declare, I'm not saying you're fibbing. I'm just saying you declare it as a renter. You declare that I make less than that and I'm having trouble making my rent, then the landlord is stuck, Randy.
1: Wow, interesting yeah. information.
5: Now, if you got a stimulus check and you're going to say, Vince, wait a second. Everyone in the world got a stimulus check. No, no. If you got a stimulus check, you cannot be evicted yet. Why? And it's not that much of rocket science. This if you made more than ninety-nine and more than one ninety-eight, the government didn't mail you a stimulus check. So another like quick and dirty way of viewing is if anyone ever got a stimulus check, uh, they can't be evicted once they say I've been affected by COVID. Really? Concrete
1: oh, yeah. information. I, mean, I love it.
5: Well, I, I I know that's not like um, you know, highbrow uh, information, but it's like concrete. Like anyone any everyone in our listening audience can Figure out, yes, I got a stimulus check, no, I didn't, and am I affected? Now, moving on, I will say that the, um, uh, even in Illinois, even if you make more than 99000 and then a landlord chases you and uh, you uh, are sued, get a load of this. Cook County Sheriff won't do anything about it. Wow. Cook County Sheriff has on their website, you need an emergency order from a judge before we'll go out. So where are we, landlords? You have a well-heeled uh, tenant, someone who makes a lot of money, someone who can't claim they've been affected by COVID. You hit them with a five-day notice, please pay, catch up. You file a lawsuit. You're allowed. You can't get in trouble. You go through the lawsuit and little Judge Judy or People's Court trial at housing court there, which because it's not like the O.J. Simpson trial. It's like a proceedings. It's like Judge Judy trial. And then you... No offense to the judges who are listening who do uh, eviction work, <laughs> but trying to help our audience understand. Then you get a court order get out of my house. Truth is, the sheriff's going to be like, you need another order from a judge saying there's a threat to health and safety, or somebody's threatening a neighbor or property. Wow, we're to coming get to out. a
1: quick break. I don't want to rush you all. This is Vincent Arricchio, the premier real estate attorney. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show, enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella.
3: It's not unusual to be loved by It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I
0: see
1: you, and it's not fun unusual for anyone. us to have a lot of fun with you and our audience and everybody every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcello, your shows. I want to thank you all again, as I do every weekend. Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. I understand we're in our 14th year now. It's because of you. Keep the emails coming in, texts, um, phone calls. We just love being with you. And and you know what? That's how the show was formed. Before we go more with uh, Vince Riccio, We decided to give you valuable content and information to make your life stress-free going in this real estate mortgage and financial market. And uh, that's just what we continue to do. And we never sell you anything. And it's just a beautiful thing. And we love the show and thank you for loving us. Um, And getting right back to the show here, one of the premier real estate attorneys uh, period is Vincent Arricchio. And we're going over some really important things about rental terms and leases in the moratorium. Uh, Vincent Arricchio.
5: Thank you, Randy. So, Where have we been in the short time we've been together? We've talked about the federal level. We talked about the state level. I was uh, prior to the commercial break speaking about uh, how the Cook County Sheriff, uh, Cook County level, they won't go out unless you get an on top of the order uh, of eviction. You get an emergency order that a judge finds there's a threat to property or human beings, sometimes tenants fights, Sometimes tenants commit crimes. Sometimes tenants don't let landlords into effect repairs like leaks or electrical. And then there's a risk of fire or water. So these are the basis for an emergency order. Even if you win your eviction trial against people who can afford to pay. Um, and then finally, uh, is the city of Chicago level. If you're in the city of Chicago, it's remained the same. They have a cooling off period. Um, uh 5 days for a notice to get out notice to quit plus another 7 days to negotiate that cooling off period so now well-knowing listeners would say oh uh 5 days to make people pay and then i get to go to court no it's actually 5 plus 7 is now 12 days before you can go to court but remember in that period if anyone ever says i've been affected i uh by i've been affected by covid Even after 12 days, uh, you can't go forward. It's the 5 plus 12
1: to try to work things out. And uh, how can landlords and tenants call you and get some more information about their rights? This is really important and up-to-date. Vincent Riccio.
5: Sure. Uh, Please call our office at 312-263-0010. We are on Facebook. Uh, We are on LinkedIn, Riccio Law Offices at both of those, and our website, uh, real or
1: get out to the website R e v e a l e d r-e-v-e-a-l-e-d.com there's biographies testimonies phone numbers everything about all of uh the co-hosts on the show wow thank you vincent riccio and you know what I've, I've as an appraiser i've been asked a lot of times by realtors and the realtors are nervous wrecks the house is under contract um they had the home inspection done now the appraiser's coming out the house was listed, for example, 299000 It's under contract for 330000 30000 over list price. But the last sale might have been $320,000, 315000 But there's multiple offer situations going in. We had this earlier today with Pat Canone and Sandra Wright, our Chicago properties and loan Depot. Um, they're nervous. This is, hey, you know, they're telling the appraiser, look, we've had multiple offers. But... I want to tell everybody a lot of appraisers don't know how to do this properly and they're killing deals and they're not making it work. Uh, Sellers and buyers who are informed, they're the ones who determine the sales price, not the appraiser. So as an appraiser, we are to go outside the area. um, And of course, you know, with it reason, I mean, if it's sold, if it listed for two ninety nine and you have a contract for 400, guess what? You're SOL. It's not going to happen. But um, at any rate, if it's reasonably appreciated, that's how property values increase in a neighborhood. When the buyers and the sellers bid and could agree on a price, because that's, that's who determines the value, not the appraisers. So if uh, you have to go outside the area to get sales similar at that sales contract price, because at the time on the market, this is valuable here. You see on the listing sheet it's sold in one, two, or three days, so you may also have to make a time adjustment of maybe 5%, maybe 10%, whatever your current market is. But, yeah, that's how property values increase. And I've been seeing this for a year now, especially lately. It's a seller's market, low inventory. Houses are being sold for $10,000, dollars $30,000 over the list price. And um, in many cases, you may say, I don't want to go that far over list price. That's okay. Stay with where you're at. But I just want to give everybody some insight as to how appraisals and property values go up in value. Go ahead, now, Vincent Randy, Riccio. Quick
5: question. Um, so let's say I 100% understand what you're saying. Let's say I 100% agree with everything you're saying. Has it ever come up or is it real, do you realize when you talked with your clients that let's say you do get that higher price. Let's say you close at that higher price because of a multiple offer situation.
1: Will that affect how much your taxes go up in following years? Wow, I don't know that. That's a great question, so, and I'm going to research that and come back on a future <laughs> show with that, Vince Aricchio.
5: So your point is well taken. Like, how do I get the financing? How do we appraise it right? Well, in, what in typically multiple... happens?
1: like what happened in two thousand four, five, six, seven, tax assessors were increasing property taxes all over Northern That's Illinois, and saying. I can't, I, I can't believe they're starting now, or maybe they are.
5: Well, what I'm wondering is, in this one, you're, you're a seller, so you get out. You're a buyer in a multiple offer situation. When you eventually live there a year or two, now that you're in that multiple offer higher
1: price, the taxes are hey, going to go up. We're coming up to a quick break. I'm going to answer this question more. we got a couple minutes left. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show.
0: Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella.
1: like heaven and nerd can't take my eyes off of you you're good t- to be true but i can't sing at all everybody but i can dance welcome back to the real estate revealed radio show enjoyed every sunday morning 8 to 9 a.m i'm randy barcella your show host and wow, well, where did this hour go um right before the break i was talking about what happens uh on an appraisal and how you um get the property values increasing in the neighborhood and the appraisers have a lot to do with that and i, I, I you know it's it's Just generally speaking, to go over what I said before the break, if your house listed for $299, it's under contract for $330, which isn't too unreasonable. Uh, Inventory is low. Days on the market are one or two. Uh, So it's up to the appraiser to go outside the area and make the deal work with the sales contract price um, You know, based on, of course, the house has to be safe, sound, and sanitary, safe, sound, and secure. Um, And then sometimes, if the comps aren't always there, um, you have to make a time adjustment. The first line on the appraisal grid sheet is days on the market. One, you have to make a time adjustment, appraisers. That's how property values increase because, remember, property values are determined by buyers and sellers, not appraisers, assuming they're, they're, they are informed. But Vincent Riccio, our premier real estate attorney, says, hey, Randy, they just spent 335 or 330 on a 299 list price, and two years later they're going to get the tax bill Okay, you were excited to win the multiple offer situation, but now you're in a higher tax bracket, Vince. Is that what you said? I was posing it as a question. Yes, Randy. Well, I... I remember 2004, five six, seven, a huge boom in real estate in northern Illinois. In fact, the United States. And tax assessors were on their horses. They were raising taxes left and right, 2005, 2006, 2007. So I think that's going to come
5: yeah, so here again I, now. I'm not a real estate tax expert. And the county uses a, a, a wonky, a, 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 a phrase, assessed value. But off the record, between me, you, and the and the lamppost, Randy, I think we all know that they're looking at uh, home values that bought and sold for. So that's why I think, you know, nice. just keep in mind.
1: Let's have another show on that. Um, hey, I, uh, boy, like I said, if you missed any part of today's show, and I know we're coming up to the end of it now, tomorrow, Monday – Get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. You're going to have podcasts of the today's Show and the last two years' worth of shows. Also, I'd like to thank the other co-hosts who are not here, but they'll be here next week. Teresa Mueller, broker-owner of the Troleum Real Estate Group. Um, Brad Heddock, owner and president of Commercial Lending X. Gary Broner, certified financial planner from Country Financial. Uh, Paula Avenum, the premier realtor. From at Properties, North Shore, and Kim Alden, Realtor and Principal at Compass. And don't forget Joshua Buckwalter, the premier producer here uh, at AM 560, The Answer. And you know me as in Facebook. Uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, I always like to post inspirational quotes each week. And I always like to finish my show with that, too. Um, you know what? You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Who are you hanging out with? Hmm. And you know what? Since it's spring, I love this one. Sometimes when you're in a dark place, you think you've been buried. But actually, you've been planted. You see, the tiny seed knew that in order to grow, it needed to be dropped in dirt, covered in darkness, and struggled to reach the light. So you see, everybody, uh, wow, you've been planted. You're not buried at all. And you know what? Um, a lot of people had some changes in their life the last year, lost a job, um, a lot of different changes. But guess what? Reinventing yourself constantly is the best way of staying alive, Okay. Don't worry about anything. See, if you want something that you've never had, then you've got to do something you've never done before. Information. Hey, uh, thanks again for making us your Sunday habit, and I can't wait to see you here next Sunday morning on AM 560, The Answer, at the Real Estate Revealed radio show. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and don't forget, get out to the website. Um, and I've got videos on Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook, and there's a lot of free information on our website, realestaterevealed.com, R e v E-A-L-E-D.com. So um, be good to yourself, everybody. Be good to others and tell someone each day that you love them. We'll see you here next Sunday morning on AM 560, The Answer, Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Thank you.